This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010 is only weeks away, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. It's the trade show where affiliates attend for free, but only if you register now. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. AFCON 2010 will feature two epic keynotes featuring New York Times bestselling author and social media expert, Joel Kahn, and the man they call shoe money, Jeremy Shoemaker. AFCON 2010 is proud to feature two days of non-stop sessions, as well as a plethora of premium professional development sessions on Wednesday, June 23rd, from Search Engine Strategies, ClicksMarketing.com, SiteTuners.com, and more. AFCON 2010 will also feature two blockbuster nights of nighttime networking with WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate badge and the PMG Superstar Affiliate Party. Register right now and join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that will be at AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON. 2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi. Happy Wednesday. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. That's uh, Eastern. Uh, that's noon and Pacific time. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel. You can stream it on SEMSynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes. For those of you that missed it, we did a uh, webinar, and the webinar was on SEO for large business considerations that you have relative to projects, uh, which was really part of sort of a one-two punch. Uh, the first part was the webinar, and it discussed um, basically as much as you can in 40 minutes the kinds of things that big companies have to consider, somewhat strategic and set up, if you will, for part two which is an article that discusses actually the tactics that large companies have to follow for SEO. And they do go together, and there's tactics in every area. That's um, going to be in the SEO newsletter coming out next week. Right. And we have had an opportunity to talk about SEM for small business, SEO for small business. And uh, our small business voting is open. Hopefully we're going to have some people uh, – actually receive the ticket yeah that's right somebody gets to get themselves to san francisco and attend ses san francisco with a free pass from us i think that a lot of these articles are very deserving of that prize so check that out at um bruceclay.com slash 
about slash SEO contest. Now, one of the things about it, and I'll just mention it, uh, unfortunately, there's one winner. But the people who are near winners, uh, we are actually giving them training. But we did have the topic on large organizations just recently, and uh, a little bit of it certainly uh, struck home because this webinar that has been done by Search Marketing Now, which is part of, um, associated with, if you will, SMX Advanced Family, family. Uh, and based upon the demand that came out of that particular show, uh, they're actually arranged with us to do logically a rebroadcast. We're going to redo that show. And there's going to be a Q&A at the end so that uh, after you listen to all 40 minutes of explanation, we can, we can do the Q&A. answer more questions. Answer more questions. And, and the thing was, uh, not everybody was actually able to get into that one. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was some uh, technical difficulties and just space issues. Yes, yeah, space issues in particular. They had a lot of registrations. Yep. So if you're... If you're listening, uh, the rebroadcast, if you will, it's not even a rebroadcast, the the Back by Popular Demand show, right. <laughs> I think is... Uh, Your second chance, uh, the second chance show. Is coming up on June 17th, and you're going to find a lot of uh, information from search marketing now, and you'll be able to logically hear uh, all of the presentation, uh, and it'll go hand-in-hand with what comes out in our... Uh, newsletter. Yes. So we'll have part one and part two available for you uh, basically at that time. So that should be uh, really good for everybody. I think you're going to really enjoy it. I encourage people to do that. Um, okay, but let's hit on a couple of points from that so people kind of know what's going to be going on there. Um, I, I, I know that in the webinar you talk basically that there are 12 key areas that people need to focus on in a large organization and what's something that's specific to a large org that let's say a small business doesn't have to worry about there's two parts that i think are the keys here one uh in order for a large organization to maintain momentum it has to have really a a a spokesperson if you will a champion within the organization in a small business that's commonly the owner in a large business that may not certainly be the owner. Uh, It has to have somebody with vested interest that can influence the organization. And one of the problems we run into is those people leave the company. Uh, And, you know, you get a a lot of momentum going and and the spokesperson, the contact, the champion leaves. Mm -hmm. That's that's sort of a problem. Mm -hmm. The other one is that large organizations usually have a competent in-house team. They're looking to supplement it with knowledge. Right. And... Uh, other eyeballs that have experience on it, whereas a small organization often won't. They don't have as much capability. They certainly uh, have learned SEO by um, ad hoc reading forums or maybe they get a newsletter from somebody. Or uh, Whereas large organizations, they've got people that attend conferences and they've got a lot of resources. And the approach that you have to take with that environment is more educational, not just, hi, do it our way because we know better and we're going to keep all our secrets in a black box. It has to be very open. Uh, Large organizations require 
uh, transparency from their SEO consultants and small organizations just say, here's the keys, just get me traffic. The orientation towards the project is entirely different. And those are, I'd say, out of all of them, the biggest, biggest issues. Um, Large organizations are more concerned about tools. Large organizations uh, have more robust analytics environments. Uh, The small guy goes, what's analytics? (laughs) Uh, You have all sorts of differences between them. Uh, I think you're going to find that, uh, you know, they're, they're almost different worlds when it comes to SEO. So I guess we can learn more about that on June 17th with the uh, take two of the large organization SEO webcast with Search Marketing Now. Um, And it's time for a quick break, but in the meantime, you can come over to the Webmaster Radio chat room if you're not there already. And uh, more SEM synergies on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Brent Payne, SEO Director of Tribune Company. And it's actually been a little while since we've had you on the show, so thanks for coming by again. Hey, no problem. Glad to have, glad to be here. Um, well, just before the break, uh, Bruce was talking about some of the considerations for enterprise SEO, and um, I'm sure a lot of that's an overlap with your um, role as uh, an SEO for a large, major news organization. And I was thinking about it, and one of the things that you probably spend a lot of time and effort doing is ranking for trending topics and breaking news. And of course, 
we can all see why this is important for a news organization, but it can come in really handy for other organizations as well. Like, I could see a reason why an organization like maybe a nonprofit in the Gulf Coast area would want to rank for oil spill relief. So what's your strategy for ranking for trending topics? Well, really what we've done is we've, um, we've made sure that all of the newsrooms, first of all, are watching Google Trends on an hourly basis. So we have a dashboard set up in all the newsrooms at this point that literally <clears throat> has Google News set up inside that dashboard. And then the journalists will uh, either look for content that we already have, sometimes from um, other news sources, sometimes from ourselves, et cetera, see if we have anything that, uh, that is already out there, and we'll try and just optimize, like go through and tweak the headline or tweak the first paragraph or the title tag or what have you, and uh, make sure that we're better matching what people are searching for. Because sometimes what people are searching for on Google Trends may not be exactly what we had in our content, right? So we'll make some edits there. If we haven't written anything about it, then we'll um, we'll make the editorial call as to whether or not we want to go after it, right? Uh, like the old Navy flip-flop sale, we didn't exactly do much with, right? That was uh, top of Google Trends last week. <laughs> okay. And uh, so obviously we're not going to write about something like that, but maybe, you know, an uh, e-commerce company could, right? Right. And um, <clears throat> so we'll make a call on whether we want to uh, write a story. And then we'll try and crank out a story, but, it, you know, within 15 minutes or so. And, uh, and get it out and get it submitted, et cetera. So luckily for us, we get spidered pretty quickly. So uh, going after Google Trends topics works really well for us because, um, uh, you know, Google looks at us about every two to three minutes on LA Times and every five to seven minutes on uh, Chicago Tribune. So uh, we have a unique advantage there. That's right. Um, I could see why if you ever are going to be going after trending topics, kind of getting up your spider rate would be important and also uploading that content really quickly. Yeah, it's going to be about speed because whoever can get in there first while it's trending, uh, more people tend to link to that uh, particular source. And so it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's like if you get there, you got it at the top, then you can continue to uh, stay there by, uh, you know, being king of the hill. But, uh, you know, it's all about timing. And you have to be careful of the spammers, too. I've also noticed recently that doing exact matches doesn't work as well as it used to. Um, that You'll want to have a little bit of what I call SEO noise, although the journalists get a little mad at me when I say noise and talk about their headlines. But a little more noise than usual, not exact matches, do more phrase matching, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. I think Google is paying attention to anything that's in Google Trends and all the spammers that are out there because it gets pretty bad sometimes on uh, how quickly spam sites can jump on the Google Trends topics. Okay. Um, now, this is uh, something that stands out to me when you were telling me about how your organization kind of chases after that trending topic. It sounds like the whole cross-organization is very um, aware of and involved with the SEO process. And uh, I know I'm sure you've done a lot of evangelism to get to this place where everyone's hungry for this optimization knowledge. But now that you're there, you've got writers bribing you for time uh, to tell them how to like optimize their content for search engines. What was it that you did to spark that desire? And like, is it like a reward system? I know that maybe if um, if their stories were doing well and then they were like compensated for it for a pay-per-view or maybe, you know, the higher placement on the front page is enough of a, a boost for them to to want to go after that SEO? Well, um, well, first of all, they're bribing me by bribing me with my ego and not with money. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
So yeah, it's kind of it's comical. I mean, I am who I am, right? I'm obviously not a super professional guy. I'm more laid back. I'm kind of anti-corporate at times, and so I make sure I keep that tone even within the company. And so I try and become truly friends with a lot of these people, right? Um, you know, hanging out with them both at work, outside of work. And it's not just buying beers at the bar either, like a lot of people talk about. It's like it's building true relationships with them. So they get to know me, and then I'm on Twitter all the time, right? And uh, so they can see a lot of my personality, personality through there as well. And, um, and so, yeah, they reach out to me with funny little you know, email titles and stuff like, hey, SEO God, I need your great wisdom and knowledge, right? And just silly stuff like that. And uh, it, it gets a quicker response. So I think part of it is I am so slammed with so many different responsibilities at the company that um, I'm not getting to 100% of everything. And they realize that, right? So they need to do something to kind of stand out. Second of all, when they do have huge SEO success, they get a lot more page views, a lot more uh, readers, et cetera, going to their stories than they would even in print, right? Mm -hmm. And some of the people are recognizing this, that, okay, I can either reach 500,000 people through our circulation or I can reach a half a million people through online or a million people through online. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, for journalists, that's what it's all about, right? They want to be heard. They want their story to be out there. They want to, to um, I guess, to get that, that satisfaction, right? Um, they're wired totally different than the way I am. I'm very focused on money, very focused on, uh, well, money, right? Um, <laughs> and they are very focused on, you know, just the message, saving the world type of uh, mindset, which while I don't share the same type of thought process, right, I can appreciate that. And, um, and you can connect on that. Like, okay, hey, you wrote a great story about some environmental thing that happened. How do we get more people to see that, right? And they're thirsty for that knowledge. So that works. And then really, it's just the spirit that you try and create within the organization that that SEO's fun, that SEO's got cool stuff, like, oh my gosh, look at this, you made it to the top of Google, way to go. Um, and so it's about encouraging more activity that has to do with um, being successful. And I, I'm sure I'm not doing anything different than anybody else. It's just, uh, you know, I, just, I, have, I have a great group of people that I'm working with, and I have a lot of freedom, a lot of flexibility within the organization, thanks to our management team. Um, I can meet with anybody at any time from publishers to janitors if I need to, right, in order to get stuff done. And um, I really feel that that is a unique aspect of Tribune. And, you know, they call it desperation, call it innovation, call it whatever you want. But um, it is it, it has been absolutely amazing the last couple of years. So it seems to be working. And considering how much change the news industry has undergone in the last couple decades, um, anything that works is kind of, you know, a big win. And um, I'm wondering, do you see devices like the iPad or even, you know, iPhone, which has been around a while, but we have this big fancy new iPhone 4 that was just announced earlier this week. Do you think this is going to usher in another wave of change for the news industry? And if so, is the news industry ready for it this time? Well, I think we already have the applications aspect of things, right, where we can monetize that way. Um, you can immediately set up an app and maybe charge $4, $5, and $10, depending on how powerful or how important you think you are as a media organization. Uh, we saw that with CNN, right? They had uh, they immediately launched an app, and I don't know, I'm sure Topher would have all the stats for you, but, you know, bottom line is, you know, 
they were they made money off of having this application, right? So there's a way to monetize there. I think more media companies should do that. I think LA Times, Chicago Tribune, Orlando Sentinel, Sun Sentinel, all the other Tribune newspapers should should focus more on that. We have a dedicated team and, and really a division of the company now that's uh, focused on uh, mobile, um, mo- both mobile apps and mobile SEO. Uh, I don't know if the name's been released yet and all the details, so I'm not going to step on anything that they might be releasing or, the, or what that, that cycle is. But um, But we are focused on it. I think we're still too late. I mean, uh, apps have been around for a couple of years now, and we're still mm-hmm. innovating, still building, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I get a little frustrated with that. I guess I'm used to more of the e-commerce pace of the world where, uh, you know, things happen much quicker than this. And um, I don't know. I just think we pause a little bit too long on some of these new ideas to wait to see if they're going to work instead of just taking some risk and, and, and jumping into it. So uh, I see that with some of the products we're launching. I see that with um, even things like uh, iPhone apps, right? And the iPad, another example. You know, I think um, I got to be careful how much I'm saying. Um, anyway, we may be working on stuff here and there, and uh, I just think that we should have been one of the first people, right? Um, we should have been right there with New York Times when the iPad came out. And um, and I don't know if that's a matter of business development and business relationships that we're lacking uh, with certain organizations like Apple or Google or whoever it may be or, you know, uh, whoever, right? I just uh, I just think we should be a little quicker. So that's my concern. I think absolutely there's an opportunity for newspapers uh, to make more money, to be more successful with the new technologies that are coming out. I just feel that um, we need to stop making the same mistakes we've made for the past decade and uh, be quicker to market. And not only quicker, but quicker and with some decent quality as well. Uh, I You know, good enough it is not good enough in today's world and we need to make sure that we uh, you know come out with a high quality product but do it in a, in a timely fashion so thank you for your honesty Brent that was actually very insightful and I'm sure something that um, small businesses even large organizations can kind of relate to um, if they if they are finding themselves um, hesitant to adapt but there is no time for hesitation and uh, you can find more from Brett on Twitter, where you're Brent D. Payne, uh, B-R-E-N-T-D-P-A-Y-N-E, or on Posterous, where you're always posting lots of interesting things, including some stats for the Tribune Company websites, posterous.brentdpayne. Thank you again for coming on the show, Brent. Yep, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, after the break, we've got some more to talk about as far as uh, mobile devices and tablet computing. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link-building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link-building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link-building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link-building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia, and I'm here with Bradley Lease, an SEO analyst. And um, on Monday, a lot of us technophiles watched Steve Jobs reveal the new iPhone 4 at Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, uh, among other some other technologies and announcements from Apple. And uh, from cloud computing to the demand for speed, mobile has really changed the way we interact online. Do you have an iPad yet, Bradley? Uh, No. I'm actually waiting for the Android version or the Chrome version. It's unclear. Okay. Uh, I I love the iPad. It's very slick. The the lack of multitasking is, which we've seen now with the new uh, operating system for iPhone, is obviously around the bend, but uh, I there's just too many inherent problems with the one one load program at a time for my brain. It's just too simple for I, you. Okay. I need a I need a over tap. You know, try to over. And I think that's uh, I mean that's obviously a common complaint with the iPad as it stands right. today, and um, but a lot of people say you know if you think about well, it, I read this. I can't even remember the name of it, but it was something like, "You look where the, uh, Wayne Gretzky doesn't skate where the puck has been; it, he skates where the puck is going." And that's right. the kind of uh, strategy that Steve Jobs, of course, anybody smart, is looking to ahead. Right. And um, so, I think a lot of people are happy with the "it just works." It just gets me where I want to be right now. Except the fact that he just released. The iPhone with the multitasking, which I think that the iPad was delivered to be a, to push to market to try to get that space. They've already got 22% of the ebook 
market, you know, pretty fast, two months, mm-hmm. because it is, it's a brilliant uh, device to just completely destroy anything Sony had or anything that Amazon had. I mean, even to some acknowledgement, Amazon is confirming its, uh, its position by the fact they're creating an app that connects to their own set of stores for mm-hmm. the iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, the iPhone's new uh, Retina display, the amazing display that they have, uh, it's, per- you know, it's so much beyond what iPad even has in terms of breedability. That's the big thing is iPad allows you to uh, sit in a very comfortable environment and be able to enjoy your media. I mean, I... I try to bring my laptop everywhere but it really doesn't make sense you know i, I lay down when i read and it's irritating with an ipad with a, a, a laptop a laptop sure. right and so the ipad is brilliant i just uh i think uh it's more of an ideological stance between the control of the of the store the the uh app store for uh, apple and um i want to see what I've seen some really good uh, competitor tablets, and I want to see. I'm giving them six months, and then I'm going to buy an iPad. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, there have been lots of tablet computers before, and right. so this is really the only one that's taken off with it's this mass. Like the, the, pr- the price point and the fact that it's a, just a brilliant. I mean, Jobs doesn't do user testing. He puts out. He has a vision. He has a vision. He works with the engineers. He really seems to understand what people really want from a user standpoint. Mm-hmm. And he's so far, with the exception of uh, uh, that shuffle that you press to go to the next song, everything that he's put out <laughs> since he's taken helm has been brilliant. I mean, he's led people down the path towards making user over. Like I said, multi. I would. Like I said, if they don't come out with um, a respectable Android or Chrome deliverable, you know, I'm just going to get an iPad because it is brilliant. I just would like to have the flexibility that I, you know, my, my, you know, a lot of people I know who are programming in apps uh, developed for Android because of the limitations with Apple. I'd like to be part of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, when the iPad first came out, we were talking about it on the show, and one of the things that we were thinking is like, how do you develop for it as a, like as far as like a business? And one of the easy things is no flash because that doesn't come up. But like at the same time, they've addressed that. <laughs> but they they've, uh, they have a new uh, uh, system that transfers oh, flash fa- flash into H. HTML5. Oh, okay. So now it's not a non-issue, and Steve seems to have made up a lot of. Uh, he's tried to mend borders with Adobe, but it was a problem. The whole conflict between Google making fun of Apple, making Apple making fun of uh, it's Adobe, but I think right. Macromedia that's who developed Flash originally. Mm-hmm. It's it was all about trying. You know, Apple's big thing. They're trying to. Uh, increase the speed of web pages so that having these type of delivery in order to see websites on these portable devices is is you know it makes it loads fast and it's readable if the cloud breaks down it doesn't matter how nice the device is 
if the if the media is slow on the device, then obviously it doesn't work. So right. So that's what they're attacking. What Steve was attacking. What Apple was attacking was the fact that they need to get the media in the cloud performing at the absolute top. So it really wasn't more of. I don't think it was personal. I think it was just they didn't want to be held on the hook for having a slow media. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think also there's a shift in. Um, okay, so like I'm on my iPhone, and right. certainly I can like go to websites and interact mm. with them, but I don't want to be typing a lot, right. and I'm also you know in an apps a lot, and yeah. so I feel like. I think obviously everybody realizes apps are the future right. on these mobile devices. Right. So um, I don't know. Get to it, basically, is the message that I would have for businesses. But yeah. it's hard to figure out how your business translates to an app, like what people are really looking for. Right. Uh, there's, a, I mean, absolutely. I think the direction of of everything that we know of on the internet is going into an app-based... Um, like, for instance, Chrome OS is getting away completely from... Uh, Apple has installed Chrome OS on all their computers, everything that they, they, they use, with the exception of some PC usage for Windows. They, everything on, at Apple is Chrome-based, which is... There's no browser. It's all app. Mm. Everything that they use is app-based. So it is a good question that you're asking. How do you develop your whatever it is, whatever media you want into an app? But that comes down to usability again. I don't I don't know. I mean, the fact that now on the iPhone they have the iMovie, which allows you to, you know, shoot and edit, hot, you know, HD video on the device. I mean, that, and a lot of that happens on the cloud as well. Uh, is you know I I agree with you I I haven't really seen a lot of uh, you know the people say they like the app or they don't but they don't really get into the nitty gritty of how do you design your media for that environment mm-hmm. I think that that's um, I haven't really looked into that people Something people are pretty quick about. to if they either like your present presentation or they don't right they pretty much abandon it pretty quick. It's pretty scary how fast it happens. And uh, there's been a lot of, you know, the thing that I remember and I still haven't heard an answer to is magazines on the the iPad are great. And, for instance, there's Xenio, which has a a great, um, they have the cache of of media, but their presentation on the, the iPhone was not well received. And there really isn't any competitor, you know, for for instance, of um, either publishers or actual applications that have that. I mean, that's a perfect um, middle ground is to be able to bring the printed media into that really slick device and be able to show the full layout that magazines offer. I mean, there's been little adaptation from that point. Mm-hmm. And that would be a good example of what you're saying is how, how what what guidelines are designers using in order to create their media and applications? It's definitely a new challenge. Um, but we're out of time. So thanks for listening, and thanks to Webmaster Radio, as always, for producing a great show. Um, 
We hope you check out SEMSynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics. Um, and uh, we're on Twitter also at SEM Synergy. If you have internet marketing questions or anything you want to hear about, just email us at SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com or jump in the chat. That's always fun on Wednesday afternoon. Come back next week for more industry info and experts. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. 